I'm Mary, and this is Talks With My Kids. Welcome to Talks with My Kids. Uh, today I'm talking with a kid, my kid, one of them, um, about books and book club. And we have some suggestions for you today and uh, an announcement about what we're doing as a family um, with our summer book club. So I would like to welcome uh, my daughter, Maggie. Hi. Uh, Maggie is our requisite book expert. Um, Maggie has a fair amount of experience working um, in libraries and with uh, associated technology. Maggie has been um, a Genius Bar member at her sixth grade school as well as her middle school, um, assisting the library staff with um, students who are experiencing issues with their iPads. Uh, at Maggie's school, they're lucky enough to all be issued iPads, so Maggie helps students uh, with those issues. And this summer, we were really excited uh, that she interviewed and was accepted into our local library's uh, volunteer program. So Maggie's serving as a volunteer uh, at our local library, assisting kids who are signing up for the summer reading program. Um, and also helping as a reading buddy. So Maggie, do you want to just tell us briefly um, what you do as a reading buddy um, and or as a volunteer? So I've only had one shift so far and I have a shift later today, but I sit uh, behind a desk (laughs) for my three-hour shift most of the time and I help people sign up for the program and I show them how to use our website and sometimes the librarians have other tasks they need us to do or we help with other things going on in the library and with the reading buddy I just sit down with kids for 15 minutes and read to them and help them out with words you know if they're going into like first grade they really aren't super familiar with reading yet and I will help them with all of that. Very cool. So our community is also lucky enough to have just opened up a new branch library. So we're excited to have that in our community. So just something to think about if you have kids who are in that tween teenager phase who may be old enough to do some volunteering or um, do a little more in the community and not really old enough for a summer job yet, check out Uh, what might be going on in your local library, community center, um, see what volunteer opportunities are available for kids because I think this has been really great for Maggie and we're looking forward to her getting this experience this summer. Um, One thing that we have done as a family for the past few years since the kids have been of reading age is to pick out a book uh, for the summer everybody reads it and then we kind of have our own mini book club so we're going to talk about that today just a suggestion for families who have children of reading age you can do this as soon as kids learn how to read you can do it with your tweens your teenagers even young adults so we just wanted to talk through what we do as a family hopefully give you some ideas about 
another fun thing you can do this summer that is also um, sneakily educational. So Maggie, do you want to talk a little bit about how we do our summer book club with our family? So the first year I can remember us doing book club was we read a book called Sarah Plain and Tall. And we, we read a certain amount of chapters and then we met and talked about the book and things that we've learned from it and other things like that. And we also have had a few other books and it's really interesting because it's like fun to hear what my fellow family members think about a book. Yeah, and I remember even, I think that first year when we read Sarah Plain and Tall, there was a point where instead of sitting at home or doing it at the dinner table, we were actually going on a walk in the neighborhood. And so we kind of went on a walk and talked about our chapters. So just something fun to do. It does become easier and yet more difficult, I think, as kids get older, because easier in the respect that there are more options for titles that are interesting to both the kids and the adults as the kids, you know, kind of catch up with reading level. But it also makes it more difficult at the same time, I think, because kids are developing their interest and they are drawn to certain genres. And so it becomes increasingly difficult to find a book that works for everyone that everyone wants to invest in and read. So I would just suggest that as a family, as you're picking a book, um, choosing a title, first of all, don't bite off more you can chew as a family. We definitely aspired to doing this once a month or, you know, doing two or three books for the summer. And it seems that we always, by the time we choose a book, read it and then actually discuss it, we get through one book for the summer. So, you know, one's better than nothing, but even if it's just the one book that you do as a family, I think it really can be beneficial. This year, I think I'm, I was really looking forward to doing this with the kids because Ethan's going into ninth grade, Maggie's going into eighth grade. Luckily, they are both in advanced language arts class, so their reading level is pretty high at this point that we can all read something that's definitely more of of an adult level and uh, we can enjoy it along with the kids but also difficult at the time at the same time because I tend to read what uh, Ethan refers to as realistic fiction and I think he does the same we prefer things that are more contemporary or even if we're reading a historical novel something that's you know historically based that we kind of consider within the realm of reality Maggie, you tend to, how would you classify what, what you're typically drawn to? I like almost every genre of books, but there are some that I like to gravitate towards because I definitely like a fantasy and sci-fi because I'm really obsessed with Harry Potter and anything related to that. But I also like I don't know, I guess darker books, because I read a lot of, like, murder books. Well, and I feel like you're also really into kind of, like, futuristic, like, you know, the world has ended, and and this is, like, the post-apocalyptic kind of sci-fi stuff, and that... I just want to bang my head against a wall. I don't I don't want to read that at all. But it's amazing, yeah, so you should. I, I am and I'm gonna make you. I am worried enough about like the present world, let alone worrying about like, you know, our our future after the apocalypse. So 
it took me a lot of time and because we're kind of just investing in this one book for our summer, Ethan and Maggie are just with me half the time. So we are more strapped for time um, than say a conventional family. But the one that I finally settled on, and this is just an example, a suggestion. If you have kids that are of similar age to mine, you may want to check this out. Uh, the book that, that we've selected, um, and by we I mean me, because uh, I'm the mom, uh, it's called Picture Us in the Light. It's by Kelly Lloyd Gilbert. Uh, it just came out more recently, so it's still in, in hardcover. Um, but we're excited about this book. It seems really interesting, and uh, had, it, it definitely is realistic fiction, so I kind of won out in that respect. But I think the kids are going to enjoy it gotten great reviews and we're looking forward to to digging into it and see what it's all about so we are going on vacation as a family in about two weeks so especially in timing if you're thinking of doing this if you're going on a vacation you're going to be on a long car ride you're going to be on a plane it's great to get the kids set up with the book so that they can delve into it and as Maggie said before when we started this out we did it with chapters, everybody had to read a chapter within a week or two weeks or two chapters in a week, whatever. Um, but as the kids get older, you kind of can hand it to them and say, okay, we've, we're going to do book club in a month or we're going to do book club in three weeks, start reading this book, and then you know, check in with them periodically so that they don't feel like this is some um, school assignment that they're being pressured to do and that they're going to wait until the last minute. It really is supposed to be just something fun to do with the family. So we're going to read this later in the summer. Uh, Ethan will be with us and, and Mike as well because everybody is reading in, in our family here. So uh, the four of us will discuss this book at a later time. So if you have any interest in checking it out, look it up online, Picture Us in the Light by Kelly Lloyd Gilbert. We will read it over the next month or six weeks or so, and we will alert all of you when we have um, the episode discussing the book, but we are looking forward to it and uh, seeing what it's about. So Maggie, while we have you here and you're kind of our library expert, um, I just wanted to get an idea. This is highly specialized. This is really just in case someone happens to be listening who has a teenager that's your age who may be interested in the same things. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're reading and what you're interested? I know that you, much like many kids, were introduced to the Harry Potter series at a young age, and you've really branched out from that now that you've read all of those. And as a mom, I would highly recommend that, whether you start reading it to the kids out loud at bedtime and they eventually transition into reading the books themselves, or you read them all as a family. We really enjoyed that series, and we really enjoyed going to Harry Potter World as a family two years ago when, when we were in the Florida area. And it's just such a culture, and there's so much to learn and know about that Sometimes we kind of feel like we almost have this, this secret language where we're talking about stuff, and sometimes we assume other people know what we're talking about, and they don't, and then it's like, oh, gosh, we can't even talk to you. You don't even know what we're saying here. Um, we all identify with certain houses uh, at Hogwarts, so if anyone was interested, I am 
definitely a Slytherin through and through. Hufflepuff's rule. Ma- Maggie is definitely a Hufflepuff. Um, Mike is 100% Gryffindor, and uh, we definitely think Ethan uh, is a Ravenclaw for sure. So, and then um, just extending to, to the other side of your family, Maggie, your father, I say would say is definitely a Slytherin for sure, 100%. <laughs> Um, what, where would you sort Melissa? I think I would put her in either Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw because she is like the sweetest person on earth, but she's also like a professor and she's super smart. Right. So. And then Iris, you're Hufflepuff for sure. Really? Not Ravenclaw? Actually, you're right. I think I would put her in Ravenclaw actually because she was in like her school's like smart kid program. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd say Ravenclaw, and then like, like she's she's split, but like right. she's more of a Ravenclaw. So the the sorting hat would be like, mm, I'm feeling this, but I think what you really are. So kind of like when he struggled with Harry Potter. See, yeah. this is what we do. <laughs> we just delve into this. <laughs> so anyway, if um, I just completely took myself like around the corner and down the street, but. Getting back to Maggie's suggestions, um, knowing that you kind of started on the Harry Potter series and you are a, you know, 13-year-old girl and, you you know, you're kind of a standard suburban kid, um, so knowing those general characteristics, kind of tell me what you're interested in and what you're reading in case anybody needs suggestions for that particular type of child. All right. So, like I said, I kind of like all of the genres of books, and I think if you're into realistic fiction, like you and Ethan are, um, I would recommend authors like John Green, because he has some really good books like Fault in Our Stars, which is really popular, and Paper Towns, and Abundance of Catherines. Paper Towns is my favorite. I don't know. I like Abundance of Catherines. Okay. It's a really good book. I would say, though, those are definitely teen books. I think there's some like issues or situations that might be a little sensitive for tweens. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be definitely more of like the PG-13 type of crowd. So, But the John Green books, I think, are great. Mm-hmm. And then if you're into historical fiction, which I like, you uh, there's a really amazing author, Ruta Septis. And she's written Shades of Grey. Yeah, between Shades of Grey. Between Shades of Grey. Yeah, not Fifty Shades of yeah, Grey. Yeah, don't get confused. As don't someone get, thought I was reading. Don't get confused. It's Between Shades of Grey. And also Salt to the Sea. It's They're both really incredible books, and I recommend them. And they discuss, they discuss areas of history that you probably aren't learning about like conventional history classes, so I think they're really informative, really interesting, while also telling you know, a really compelling fictional story and the writer is is great. And again, they are a little intense. I think those two are maybe the only books I've ever actually cried over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't don't really cry over books or movies, but definitely I did cry over those. Um, And a series that I read that I think is definitely a lot less serious than the other two that I, or the other two authors that I've mentioned is Mm -hmm. the Selection series which my aunt got me for Christmas, which is amazing. And it is about a world where there's a monarchy and every time a king or a prince needs to be, like, 
married, he'll have a selection where they're like, it's a competition. It's like the bachelorette or the bachelor, but like with the monarchy. And it's like not something I would normally read, but it was like actually super good. And I would definitely recommend that one too. Yeah. Which aunt got you those? Sue. Aunt Sue. Shout out to Aunt Sue. Woo! All right. Um, and so you also also so you are also in advanced language arts is there anything that you were doing in class this year that was especially compelling or anything that you enjoyed the books that we read were um freak the mighty and i can't remember what the last book we read was but it was pretty boring so i wouldn't actually recommend that one but freak the mighty it was a pretty good book i found it um it was a good story, but I found it a little easy, so I didn't enjoy it a whole lot, but it did have a good ending, and it was pretty good. Um, it's about these two boys. One of them is, one of them, in the, in the title, it's Freak and, Might, and Freak and Mighty, and Mighty, whose real name is Max, he's super tall, and he doesn't really fit in because he's, like, a lot larger than the rest of his classmates because he's, like, and he has kind of, his father is in jail, and he kind of has a tough life. But then uh, Freak, I can't actually remember his real name, but um, <laughs> he is um, disabled, and he has problems with his spine, and they just kind of, like, band together, and they become friends. And it's a pretty good book, but I would definitely recommend that for, like, younger ages, maybe, like, sixth grade or maybe even fifth grade. Okay, so um, on the adult side, I read just all crazy across the spectrum, and so just a few suggestions. I have been reading more nonfiction lately, uh, which is not something I typically do, but I really enjoyed Michelle McNamara's book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is the book um, about the Golden State Killer it was very interesting to hear about everything she did. Unfortunately, she passed away before the book was completed, and uh, her husband, Patton Oswald, made sure that the investigator and researcher she was working with helped put the book together so that it could be completed. So if you're interested in true crime or just even interested how a, a journalist put together a book like that, I would definitely recommend that. Um, another book that came from uh, my friend John, who is um, a pastor who does a uh, lit club for his church and that I have been to on and off over, gosh, as many years as Maggie has, has been alive. Um, I usually read his books and then never make it to lit club. But um, one of his suggestions lately was The Other West Moore, One Name, Two Fates. It's really compelling. It's about two men, unrelated, both named Wes Moore, who grow up in Maryland, and one has a very tough life, and one has a very, uh, I guess, successful life in terms of academics and, and job opportunities. So definitely interesting to see how those two young men diverged and, and grew up, and, and how, you know, their socioeconomic situation their family support or not really put them on two different paths so that that was super interesting to me um and then I've I've been reading some thrillers lately which is more of like a summer thing 
So the woman in cabin 10, I thought was pretty clever, although I figured it out before it was over. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I read The Wicked Girls, which, you know, this, again, these, these are all adult suggestions for the most part, but definitely kind of a weird triangle of uh, serial murders. And it's, it's based in England, so that's always interesting to me because I used to live there and, and I find that culture and those stories interesting um having lived there and kind of understood a little bit about what it's like to live in England and then um if you're really into just crass humor and just people being honest about dating and kind of living in your 20s and uh, just I, I can't even begin to explain it but check out Samantha Irby who is someone who started a blog and became an essayist and is just really funny. I listened to her for, or to her uh, book, We Are Never Meeting in Real Life on Audible, and it was read by her. So I just felt like it was somebody sitting with me, you know, having a drink, telling me just these ridiculous stories of her life. So if, again, not for children, but if you want to check that out, it's also nice because you can if you're reading reading it actually like in print form you can just pick one up read one before bed and or if you're at the beach you know you can read a couple stories so so that was definitely a good read and then I'm also reading um another one of her uh, collection of essays that she wrote previously that's been updated called meaty so just another suggestion if you if you want something kind of light and funny and uh, Maggie and I were talking earlier about historical fiction Something that I read uh, that my father-in-law and mother-in-law were reading that they just kind of handed me so that I could entertain myself over Christmas break uh, was, it's called The Radium Girls, The Dark Story of America's Shining Women, uh, written by Kate Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Really compelling story about uh, a lot of women who were working in a factory painting dials on watches um, who ended up with radium poisoning and everything that happened to try and hold the companies responsible. Um, it's, it's a very compelling read, and it's insane that, again, this is you know just a arbitrary section of history that nobody knows about, and especially uh, if you're a lawyer or interested in law to, to learn about the lawsuits that resulted and, and, and all of that. It, it was definitely an interesting read. So those are just a couple of the things I've been reading lately. I am right now finishing up um, a book called Empire of Sin, which is about the history of New Orleans. So that, again, has been really interesting to read about that. And I'm looking forward to going back there one day so I can kind of put some of those pieces together about what I've read and, and heard about. So on the adult front, those are a couple of the arbitrary suggestions I had right now. Um, I want to thank my friend Emily Swanson, who uh, I consulted with prior to this episode, talking about what might work uh, for our kids. We ended up not going with the specific books that, that she had brought up, but her suggestions led me to the book that we found. So thank you, Emily. We wouldn't have found that without you. Um, Emily also suggested a couple books that um, might be interesting for young adults or definitely for adults uh so check out the hate you give um i'm definitely going to read it later did you read that maggie 
I just checked it out on Thursday. Okay. So I, I thought that you had read it, which is why I didn't pick it. So yeah, definitely let us know how that is. And then another one that I'm really looking forward to that she suggested to me was Children of Blood and Bone. So that's another one that I think Maggie would find really compelling <laughs> that I just thought Ethan and I would, like, I don't know, probably enjoy it, but reluctantly read it. So that's kind of why we didn't end up going for that one. And then another one that Emily suggested, which is actually kind of in the memoir category, is Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. If oh, any Melissa of, liked that one. Have you read that? No, Melissa oh, did. Melissa did. Okay. So um, he is the new host of The Daily Show, and I remember when he was chosen to take over for Jon Stewart, people were like, who is this kid? We've never heard of him. Like, how is he taking over The Daily Show? But if you're familiar with the show uh, Comedians and Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, there's an episode with Trevor Noah. Really interesting. It's funny, but it's also very interesting to lure, learn about his background and, and growing up um, in South Africa. So definitely check that out if, if that's of interest to you. So we are almost out of time. So Maggie, I want to thank you for lending us uh, your expert opinion for this episode. Uh, we did not have Ethan join us because we just wanted to focus on this particular area. We will have an episode with just Ethan where we will catch parents up on video games and everything you ever wanted to know about that. So look forward to that in a future episode. We were going to be on hiatus because of Ethan and Maggie's travel schedule. Luckily, they were able to join us uh, for an extra day. So we will stay on our publication schedule. So no one has to worry about us being away for, for two or more weeks. So we're going to head out shortly on vacation. We're going to work on our book club book. And we will be back in two weeks with a new episode. That is all we have time for today. This is Talks With My Kids. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and let us know if you have any suggestions. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.